Yo, 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 what's up, what's happening everyone, I am the host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that all of you are having a great day, great end to the week, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, or good night, whatever time it may be, y'all, I thank all of you for joining this latest edition of All In, All Out. And if you're new, welcome to the show. All right, let's get this show popping. For, for today's episode, I want to talk about one guy that's been making headlines in the sports capacity of the world recently. And that guy's name is Skip Bayless. He's been taking a lot of heat lately for what he's done on air, for tweets that he's posted recently, and just him as an individual and his mindset when it comes to certain things in the sports arena. Now, for those of you who don't know who Skip Bayless is, Skip is a sports commentator, an opinionist. He was a, or technically still is a, sports journalist. He's been a journalist since the late 70s, I believe. He's covered the Chicago Bulls, the Dallas Cowboys. I believe he covered the Raiders at some point when they were in Oakland. He covered the Lakers early in his career, I believe. So he's been around the block. And he's most prominently known for being an opinionist on the debate show that we know, which used to be called Cold Pizza, but now it's now what we know as First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Before he left ESPN to go to Fox Sports, where as of right now, since 2016, he has his own debate show with Shannon Sharp, a pro football Hall of Famer as a tight end. Majority of his career with the Denver Broncos and a handful of years with the, I believe, the Baltimore Ravens. And he does this show with debate show, same as first take, called Undisputed. And it's very popular. I personally, I enjoy the show because of Shannon Sharp. You know, he's very, he's smart, he's articulate, and he's passionate as well, especially in the football arena. But it's so impressive. Just let me say this before we get into the, the main topic. It's impressive because usually for those type of shows, are usually meant for journalists who's covered certain sports or any sport that they were paid to do, paid to cover. But for a guy such as Shannon Sharp, whose primary sport is football, for him to come on a debate show full-time and not only to be able to talk about football, basketball, baseball, 
golf at one point and a vast amount of different topics is very impressive and I give a lot of kudos and respect for Shannon Sharp being in that position because as I said those spots are usually for journalists so on that note let's get back to Skip Bayless he and for those who are familiar with his work, ever since going back to first take, from my perspective, he's been very boastful, very arrogant, passionate, I'll give him that, when it comes to topics that he's passionate about in the sports arena, usually having to, having to do with Tom Brady, the Dallas Cowboys, LeBron James. Those are the three main categories of topics that Bayless is very passionate about to the point where he'll become very aggressive in a negative way. And he did just those things within the last month. The first incident happened on December on a December 12th episode of Undisputed. And during this topic, it, it was about Tom Brady and how the Buccaneers played after that past Sunday. And take a listen to what Skip said to Shannon Sharp when they were debating back and forth. Here we go. Who, who do you think watches more tape, Tom Brady or all the coaches? All the coaches. Stop it. All the coaches. Stop Skip, it. I'm not going to let you do it. No, I'm, I'm not going to let you I'm do going it. To do I don't care. Because I just I'm did not going to let you be disrespectful to these damn coaches yeah, because you love Tom okay. Brady. Nobody, Tom Brady does no, not watch more coaches no, no than coaches. He in the does history not. Of this league, Ladies and gentlemen, that is a flat no, out that's lie. That's a flat out lie that you're perpetrating. There's no never way. been anything because you, you can't stand it that Tom Brady at 45 yeah. is still playing this game at a very high level. Yeah. Do you see these numbers? These numbers say Tom Brady. Is not playing okay, then I level. need you. No, okay, you're in the Hall of Fame because you're scared to death of him because he's haunted you. Time out. Ladies and gentlemen at home, I would like to announce the fact, if you're new to our show, that this man for six straight years on this show that we have been partners at this debate desk has tried to send Tom Brady home, said he's washed up, his arm is in decline, and he should just go on home. It started the first day of this show in September of 2016, and he has been wrong for six straight years, and he's going to be wrong again. I'm standing by what I said. How, how, how convinced are you Tom Brady going to okay. win the Super Bowl? Okay, I, I picked him to win it. No, I'm no, not no. backing off. Well, put some on it. Well, what do you mean? Put some, I put my pride on it. I put my pride. You know what I would do Who did you pick? You picked the Rams I, and the Chargers, okay? And, and the only difference is, the only difference is, no. everybody knows the Rams are uh, bad, but they don't want to say Tom okay. Brady is playing just as I, bad I'm as not that. Them off. Skip, they're in the Tampa division. They're in the worst division in football. Good. Are they going to be in the playoffs? Help me out. Skip, I need you to that's sit. That's your argument. Okay, that's I need your you. argument. What do you mean that's my argument? Your argument is that they're going to be in the playoffs. Is Tom Brady playing bad? Okay. Yes or yes. no? Yes, he played poorly yesterday. What did you mean yesterday? Okay, All you, year. But you're giving him 100% of the play? I did. Because you had the well, that, 
that's just, you, you have no objectivity. It's just straight Brady still, hate. Wait a, wait a minute. This is just straight hate by a guy who's jealous that he is still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Still, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something in a question, I'm jealous. No. Still, I did well, what I did. I never said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Still, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you. Better. Still, what? I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, when, for I, don't, I don't take personal oh, shots. Time you time started time it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I so didn't take a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It's it's just so. It's, so you it's been, you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no, support him. No, well I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. It. Have it. Okay, take off, I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you because what happened yesterday? Okay, that was a handful. And, and <laughs> I will admit that was, that was hard for me to to sit in because of the the language and the the disrespect that Skip was saying to Shannon Sharp. But that wasn't the first thing Skip has done lately. There was a game. That happened this past Monday on the the second between the the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, and I believe it was the Cincinnati Bengals, if I remember correctly. And an unfortunate incident happened with a guy named Demar Hamlin. He's a safety for the Bills, where he collapsed on the the field. To the point where he he wasn't conscious. He had some heart issues. And here's what Skip had to say on Twitter. Not sure what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. Second tweet. I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields, yet never have I seen a reaction like this. In every other situation I witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, hey, that's football. For these players, this was different. Now here's the tweet that called that called for Skip to be canceled and what's wrong with you, you're disrespectful, all that. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season. A game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Wow. So irrelevant. And the reason why, in my opinion, people have, or at least Skip has received 
a an abundance amount of flashback is because it comes across that he's putting a football game <clears throat> a football game ahead of Hamlin's health which in my opinion he is because he's a sports nut and I'm going to get more into that later on so then he sent out a tweet later in later on and he said he stated Nothing is more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and continue to. So now, first... He, he got heat because he straight up disrespected Shannon Sharp, in my opinion. And then almost a month later, he sent these tweets, essentially putting a football game that's close to the NFL playoffs and not focusing on a guy's health to the point where he could potentially die. And because Skip sent out these tweets, the day after, Skip ended up doing Undisputed alone. And that's very rare, because usually coming off a Monday night football game or Sunday night where a bunch of football games are played, that's when the ratings are at their biggest because you're covering different topics relating to the NFL. And here's what Skip said about the Hamlin tweet. Take a listen. I apologize. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because we're we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show but i'll admit up front i'm still shook up by what happened last night to demar hamlin in fact i'm still wrecked in fact i'm not sure i'm capable of doing this show today but after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Maybe I'll fail. Maybe we will fail. But we're going to try. We wrestled through much of the night whether to even do a show today because it felt like in our minds, we almost can't win with this because the last thing we want to try to do is come off as insensitive to what this young man is going through in a life or death situation. The last thing we want to do is offend anyone by trying to do what we always do, which is talk about sports. As this show goes on, we're going to try to talk about a little bit of sports, but we're going to continue to talk about what happened to this young man last night and try to sort back through it with help from you and the audience. And we ask you now 
If you'd like to tweet us your emotions of the night and of this morning about what happened to DeMar Hamlin, please do so. You can tweet us at at undisputed, at undisputed, and I will be sharing some of your tweets and your emotions as we share our experience of last night through this very difficult morning for all of us. Obviously. Okay. So he apologized. I'll give him credit. He went to work. He pushed forward. And he did what he did on that day. And I, I didn't even watch the episode. And last thing regarding the Bills and Bengals game. As of right now, and the NFL announced that there's not going to be a game. That game is straight up canceled. So just putting that out there. And here's, here's, here's the, the last video I want to share. It's the, the day after that show where Skip was solo, where Shannon Sharp came back to the show. And it was reported via TMZ and other news outlets that Skip sending those tweets, specifically the one where it came across that he was prioritizing a football game that's close to the NFL playoffs over Hamlin's health, that that was the reason why Shannon Sharp didn't show up to the show the day after the game. But here, here's what happened when, <laughs> when Shannon was attempting to do a monologue addressing the elephant in the room during that show. Take a listen. But I'm Good to see you, Shannon. I understand. Have something you want to share this morning? Good morning, yes. Good morning. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. Time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't I, know I, you I were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your, uh, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. no. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations, so clearly somebody... No, they did not have... The, nobody... Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with DeMar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and continues. not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. 
unbelievable. And you know, after hearing that explanation to why Shannon didn't show up to the show, I, I, I would think he's professional. He's not just not going to show up. He's going to give a notice, give his explanation to his manager, boss, whatever title you want to use. Because as he said, his brother, Sterling Sharp, who was a phenomenal wide receiver for the Packers, and many people would say that Sterling was actually a better player than Shannon Sharp. But because of those injuries, his career ended much quicker. So it was very personal to him. And I completely understand that. And if someone needs to take one day off just to compose himself emotionally, I ain't got, personally, I ain't got a problem with that. You know, many times in society, we want to say, oh, push forward. Uh, well, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Back then, it was a, it was much of a society that told people, look, you just got to push forward, man. Suck it up. Deal with it. You know, there's another sports analyst by the name of Rob Parker. He, he's one of, if not my favorite sports analysts. And he said on his radio show, The Odd Couple, that when his mom died, he went to the, went to the show that he was working that following day or the same day where his co-host, Chris Broussard, said, nah, man, I wouldn't be able to do it. I need some time off. So some people are, are built, obviously built different than others. You know, it's not, oh, you got to push forward no matter what. That doesn't apply for everyone. Same thing where someone needs a, an X amount of days taken off. To, comp- to compose themselves of whatever tragedy happened, right? Even the situation with Kyrie Irving, with the stuff happening with January 6th, that he felt he needed to take a couple days off because he's so distraught and whatever. You know, some people are just built differently. Now, there are people that make excuses, that are weak-minded, but again... Every situation is different. Even though I'm a black and white individual, you know, as the, as the Bible said in one scripture, let your yes be yes and your no be no, and anything else is of evil. There are certain situations where context is provided, and I, I would say many, and then there are situations where it's just straightforward. This needs to happen. Because of this, and we'll leave it at that. But going back to Skip Bayless and what's transpired for the last month, uh, I want to take it from two perspectives. The moral perspective and then the biblical perspective. And I'll go through the moral and ethical perspective. So here's my opinion on the situation. From the first perspective, it was childish and it was out of bounds, plain and simple. You know, 
there are situations when we get into arguments, conversations, debates over a certain subject matter. Whether it's me and someone else, whether it's you or someone else, whether it's amongst other people, whether it's in philosophy class, that was one major component of that class when I went to university, but well, when I went to, yeah, university. And there are moments where we speak out of emotion. Now, the reason I say emotion, because many times when we speak out of emotion, we, we say what we say before thinking about what we actually want to say. And just say what comes from our, our heart. You know, as the Bible states, out of a man's heart will show his true character. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what the Bible states. And many times when people do that, they can say things that are hurtful. They can say things that could be harmful. And they can say things that could be a detriment to their own life. And that's why scripture also states, and just basic ad advice in life, be, be quick to listen and slow to speak. Because we don't know everything. You, you rather learn more than then speak more because we're learning on an everyday basis. If you say you ain't learned anything today or every other day for the rest of your life, something is wrong with you. <laughs> I'm telling you straight up, something is wrong with you because well, we always will learn something new about something, whether it's a, a subject matter, an individual, something about ourselves. We always learn something new. Right, but getting back to the the emotional part, that's why it's important to think before you talk. You know, it's something that my mom has taught me for many years, while she's raised me. Think before you talk, because you could say something that could get you in trouble. And you remember recent, most recently, this past week, at my job. When a customer asked me about a, a certain product, and for those who don't know, I work at a pet store, and this product was the, it was a collar, but it had spikes on it, and it's meant to, it's meant for your dog to calm down in a sense. If he pulls away a lot, he or she pulls away a lot, they don't sit down, they don't calm down. Well, this collar has spikes on it, as I just said. And what it will do is, if the dog attempts to pull on it and things of that nature, it will hurt them, because they got spikes, to where they calm down. And a lady grabbed that same collar, and she asked me, what do you think? What's your opinion on this? And the first thing I wanted to say was that 
is a form of animal abuse. And if you ever try something like that, you are abusive. That was the first thing that came to my mind that I wanted to say. Straight up. But I needed, but what I obviously knew, if I said that, I could get in trouble. So she had asked me prior, what do you know about this? And I said, you know, I, I know a, a good amount of, well, well I, well, I said, what do you need to know? That's why you just say, what do you, what do you need or want to know? And then she asked what she asked. And then she asked my opinion on it. And then I humbled myself to the Holy Spirit to, to know how to approach the situation. Because if I say the wrong thing, as I said, I could get into trouble. And then not even a second or two went by. And the lady said, oh, you don't know. You don't know. I'm like, wait. I said, hold on. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I didn't say I didn't know. So you could tell that she, she don't listen. Because she asked me that question. And even though I didn't say yes, I'm not a person to assume that I know what she's about to ask. Because if she asks me a question and I said yes, that I know about what she might ask, a little bad on me. I hope that makes, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and when, when, I said, when I said, no, 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 I didn't say that I didn't know what this product was about. I'm just thinking before I say what I'm going to say. And that's when I, that's, here's what I told her. In my opinion, miss, this product right here is abusive. It works, 100% works. But in my opinion, it's a form of abuse. Now, if your dog is able to handle it, okay, all right, if that's what you want to do. But personally, I wouldn't use it because to me, it's abuse. And then she showed me another product, which is similar to the first one, where she asked me, do you think this product is abusive? I said, yes, I do. And she ended up not buying it. But the point is, just like Skip, where he gets very emotional when it comes to sports and debates, we are not supposed to be emotional when it comes to just having conversations with people. And here's what I mean by emotional. Again, thinking before you talk. Because you can end up saying things that are foolish, that doesn't make any sense. Because a fool doesn't know God. And if you see these different videos, for example, with Pastor David Lynn and uh, the brother from Cleveland Street Preachers, where they have conversations with quote-unquote atheists and agnostic people, 
their logic for the reason why they don't believe in God makes no sense whatsoever. None. They don't, they don't have conclusions a lot of the times. Everything they ever spewed is refuted. And they're very prideful. So that, that's, my, that's my first point. Skip, he was out of bounds, very childish, and very emotional. And he was wrong for what he said, and he was wrong for what he did and how he, how he handles his situation, in my opinion. Now, let me make this clear. First, regarding the tweets. He could do it, listen, if Elon Musk claiming it's a platform to where you can say what you want as long as you're not being harmful in a terrorist type of way, then okay, whatever. He said what he said, that's his perspective, that's his opinion, whatever. Was it wrong in my opinion? Yes, it was wrong. But he has that right to do that. Freedom, it's called the freedom of speech. The diss on December 12th, was he, did he take it personally? Was he very personal? Meaning, Skip, was he personal? Absolutely. Like how, how you go from talking about how well Tom Brady is playing and the team overall to dissing a guy on his career? Like, have you played in the NFL? And that's what Shannon said briefly. Like, what about like what about you? What have you played? It's similar to many years ago when Jalen Rose humbled Skip because he he Skip said some things and Jalen called him out on his <laughs> high school career. Third thing with the the apology. Look, we don't know what's in the man's heart. As as I, as I mentioned earlier. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if, if he truly meant that apology, okay, I give him credit for apologizing. Do I believe it's sincere necessarily? No, I believe he needed to address the situation because in that apology, he addressed the, the status of the show for that day more so Demar Hamlin. And then the last one was on the fourth. That's when Skip interrupted Shannon's monologue. Again, an example of being emotional, being rude, can't control yourself. So that's my first point. Now, here's the second point. Here's the one I really want to get into. Skip Bayless, the biblical perspective, and my first perspective, when I first thought initially. Skip Bayless is an idolater. Straight up, he is an idolater. And what is he idolater towards? Sports. That's what he worships. More than family and more than God. That, that, and that's the truth. That's the truth. 
Because if you look at his whole sports career, he's been headstrong and every, most, if not everything he discusses, it's sports related. I don't recall the last time he talked about God, tweeted something about God, praising Yahweh. I don't remember the last time he did that. I don't recall if he ever put God number one. Well, he never has. Here, here's a, a clip from an audio from his podcast called The Skip Bayless Show where he explains his priorities in life. And it just goes to show you an example of why he is an idolater. Take a listen. Allow me to go deep. The reason I have so appreciated Tom Brady operates on several personal levels for me a family level, and an age level. If you'll excuse the digression, I chose in my 20s, as I was coming up in this business, to not have children. I married not my high school sweetheart, but my junior high sweetheart. And one reason we didn't make it was I knew she wanted kids and I knew the deeper I got into my career, I just couldn't have kids. I am obsessed to this moment with what I'm doing right here, right now with you. I live for this. It's my whole life. It's, it's, it's my calling. It's not a job. It's my passion. It's what I was born to do and what I want to continue to do as long as my personal situation will allow it. I then, after that relationship ended, my first marriage, I had a longer-term relationship with another woman, and in the end, she just had to have children. I said, I can't. I, tr I tried to get there, and I couldn't get there. I just knew I was going to have to move to move up. That's how this business works. And I just knew that if I continue to work nights and weekends the way I do obsessively, that I'd be a horrible father. I'd be as horrible a father as my father was for other reasons. I wasn't going to inflict that upon kids. Not fair, not worth it. No, I'm married to this. Then I met my wife, Ernestine, 17 years ago in New York City. On our first date, as she will attest, I said, hey, if, if this happens to go anywhere, I'm sorry, but I'm declaring myself up front. You'll always be number two to my job, which is my life, which is my passion. She was taken aback, but she said, okay, I got it. She'd like to say now she's become 1A but only 1A, to my obsession. Brady has been obsessed with football. In many ways, he's the greatest overachiever ever because he wasn't born with the greatest amount of athletic ability, better than a lot of people give him credit for, but still, 
got a nice arm, an above average arm, but he didn't have the Elway Marino cannon. Okay. And that's why, and by the way, that clip was from 11 months ago. And regarding Tom Brady, because he idolizes the game of football more so than God and his family, he is divorced. So there, there, that's what happens. Now, first of all, I want to, I want to, <laughs> there's many points I want to cover. First off, there's no such thing as a 1A. There's only one and two. You know, as, what's the, what was the character that Will Ferrell played in Talladega Nights? Whatever, his character. He either said, you're either first or you're last. And I'm using that analogy to say there's only first place, second place, third place, so on and so forth. There's no such thing as 1A. So if you're the type of person that be saying that, you're wrong. Okay. Now here are the main points. He said he chose not to have kids in his 20s. Now look, everyone has the right to choose. That's obvious. Common sense, which many people don't have nowadays. But we have the right to choose whether we don't want to have kids or not. Even though the Bible states that we're meant to be fruitful and multiply, to preserve life. But, again, that's his choice. He can do whatever, whatever he wants. But then he made one, one comment where he said he's married to this. And this meaning sports, sports debate, sports conversation, sports shows, etc. Then he went on to say that when he went on a date with his current wife, Ernestine, he told her straight up, you will always be number two. First will be this, as he said, which is sports. And he called it my life. Now, one time did he mention Yahweh. Not one time did he mention Yeshua. Not one time at all. And here's what the scripture says about people like that. Do not be deceived, according to 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Idolaters won't inherit the kingdom of God, along with fornicators, along with people who commit adultery. But idolaters won't enter the kingdom of God. And you, ask, you may ask yourself, what is an idolater? And... Here's the definition, according to Merriam-Webster, 1828. A worshiper of idols. A person that admires intensely and often blindly one that is not usually a subject of worship. That's an idolater. Skip is intensely, he intensely admires sports. 
and sports talk. Not the word of God. Not the true and the living God. He can say that he prayed, he prayed for Hamlin. He can say that. But is he truly doing it in faith? Or is he truly doing it just to do it? I don't know what's in the man's heart, so I'm going to leave it at that. Now, here's another scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3, where it talks about how people will be in the last days. And many of these traits resemble Skip Bayless. Just based on what he's done in the last month, based on that audio, the last audio I shared with all of you, and just him as an individual. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, Boasters. I could describe Skip Bayless as a boaster. What is a boaster? A statement expressing excessive pride in oneself. The act of, excuse me, the act or an instant, instance of boasting. A cause for pride. Skip is a proud guy. And as we know, pride, and I believe it's in the book of Proverbs, that pride comes before destruction. And that's one of the things that God hates. Proud. And oh, look, the next word, proud. <laughs> proud. Skip is a proud guy. Proud. Lack humility. Does never wants to be wrong. Claims he's never lost a debate. I, I, I. I once heard that the word I is the most selfish word in a dictionary. And I, and I believe that. I believe that. The next word is blasphemers. Blasphemers. Now, what is a blasphemer? To speak in a way that shows irreverence for God or something sacred to utter. Now, what does irreverence mean? What does that mean? an irreverent act or utterance. Now, in the first part, the first part of the dictionary, it read a lack of reverence. Now, what is reverence? We got to go deep here. Honor or, res or respect felt or shown. Profound, adoring, a weed respect. A gesture of respect. The state of being reverent. Of himself. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, skip slander Shannon, without self control. Without self control, skip Bayless, as I showed in the second to last video, Shannon wasn't able to get through a whole monologue without Skip interrupting and just letting the man say what he wanted to say. Without self-control. Brutal. 
What Skip said was brutal. And it was just an opinion. It's just a game. He's in the Hall of Fame. What does it matter if he was better or not better than Tom Brady? He's in the Hall of Fame. His, his, his play on the field was, was great enough to got him to the Hall of Fame. Despisers of good. Traitors. To me, he, he traded Shannon Sharp. He threw one guy under the bus just to, to, to put another guy on a pedestal. Headstrong. Woo! That speaks for itself. Headstrong. Haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. These, that's, according to 2 Timothy, that's how people will be in the last days. And I just gave you a handful of traits that represent Skip Bayless. And to me, the number one trait is him as an idolater. And here, here's the message to all of you. What, 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 how can I encapsulate this episode? What's the message here? Just to talk about Skip? Just to talk about Shannon? No. Whenever you look at someone doing something wrong, morally and ethically, you should ask yourself, why did this happen? What is the root cause of this happening? What is it? As I've told to my colleagues before, whenever you see a, a business deal going on and it's something of evil, ask yourself, how is money a play in that situation? How is it a play? Because the Bible states the love of money is the root of all evil. The root of all evil. And in this case for Skip, I would ask you, you should ask yourself this question. How is this related to sin? Because every, every evil doing, every wrongful doing, every evil act, it's always and it will always be related to sin. According to Romans 6, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. And here's the message to all of you. And the main topic for today will be idolatry. Are you putting things in front of God right now? Are you putting sports such as Skip Bayless ahead of God right now? Are you putting your car in front of God right now? I will admit to you that when I had my Volkswagen Jetta, I skipped church that Sunday to go and get an oil change on my car. 
And guess what happened? My radiator, my radiator blew up. So now I didn't have a car for a handful of days. I got a free radiator, but my radiator blew up. You know why? Because I idolized that car more so I idolized God. And that's demonic. That is demonic. When you're putting a materialistic thing, object, in front of God, you got a problem. God should always be number one and never move from that spot. Never, ever move from that spot. And I learned my lesson that day to never put anything in front of God. Because without God, I wouldn't have the life that I have. Without God, I wouldn't have the breath to live day in and day out. If it wasn't for God's mercy, I would be on my way to hell right now. So who am I to put anything in front of God? Not a job, not a car, not a phone, nothing. Ever since that day, I put in front of God. Never. And that's the message to all of you. Don't put anything in front of God that's ungodly. Even your family don't put it in front of God. Because without God, you wouldn't have that family. He blessed you with that family. Even though sometimes the baby's born out of wedlock, such as myself, that baby's still a blessing. Because children are the biggest blessings in the kingdom. Because a child is innocent. That's why the Bible said to raise up a child in, in Christ. So when he's older, he will never depart. That's why children are so important. And that's why the focus at hand, number one, needs to be the word of God. So if you're idolizing sports right now, if you're idolizing your car collection if you're idolizing your music, if you're idolizing your job, stop and ask yourself, has those things let me down at some point? My car has let me down. My car has failed on me. My job has let me down many times over. Many times. And I'm not talking about the wireless company only the wireless company job. My jobs have let me down. My family members, from my perspective, have let me down many times. Other people in my life have let me down. But there's only one person that has never let me down, and that's Jesus. The Bible said, the God said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be with you. And God has always been with me. Even when I never thought he was, God was always with me. 
He never let me down. Whenever I needed him, he was there. Hallelujah. Those other things, they come and go. Your car will come and go. Your job will come and go. Especially if you're an employee, it can be taken away from you at a moment. And that's what's so fascinating about Skip. He's so passionate and he worships sports like it's God. And it could be taken away from him at any moment. Any moment. I'm talking about his job, his platform. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to be on Twitter. It's a privilege to be on all these social media platforms because it could easily be taken away because these platforms are controlled by China and in America in conjunction. But you know what can't be taken away? The word of God. <laughs> can never be taken away. Never. Because once you have the gift of Christ, as long as you hold on to that gift and implant it in your heart, it will never leave you. That's the one thing that's guaranteed. It will never leave you. And it will never disappoint you. I'll never let you down. Again, your job will let you down. Your, your parents will let you down. Your siblings will let you down. Your colleagues will let you down. Your landlord will let you down. Even to an extent, people in the church will let you down. But God will never let you down. And that's what I got to say about that. And here, actually, here's my last point. In, in, in this world, in regard, let me stick to sports because that's the, one of the main focuses. I understand as sports fans that we're passionate about sports that we desire for certain players or certain teams to succeed. But when you put your fandom in front of a in front of God, now you're out of order. Because I, I, I remember a story by, by a guy named Dave LaGreca. I believe it was Dave LaGreca on Busted Open Radio. He works for Sirius XM. And he told a story that when he was younger, he was, either him or Tommy Dreamer. But anyway, I remember when he told the story. One of them told the story that they were Yankee, they were Yankee fans. And LaGreca, I'm just going to say LaGreca. I believe it is him. And LaGreca went to the ballpark one day to see the, the Yankees play. And he was a big fan. He had posters on his wall, everything. And when he went to the ball game, not one ball player shook his hand, dapped him or anything. And this guy was a fanatic of the Yankees. And that derives 
And that comes, that's where fan comes from, the word fanatic. And that's a person exhibiting excessive enthusiasm and intent on critical devotion towards some controversial matter, such as in religion or politics. You see? He was fanatic towards the New York Yankees. And now one ball player acknowledged him. And then later that day, he took down every poster on his room, Yankee poster in his room. And that's when he turned to professional wrestling. So I'm here to tell all of you today, God should be your idol in your life, not anything else. God should be number one in your life, not anything else. Because everything else will disappoint you in some way, shape, or form. And when you're putting those things as an idol, you're placing them in your heart. And when you get heartbroken, when you get disappointed, your heart aches. It hurts. It can lead you down a destructive path. That's why the Bible says to, to guard your heart. And that's why. Because your heart leads to your emotions. Your emotions can lead you to do and say hurtful, evil, demonic things. And that's why God is, is the number one person to idolize. And that's why Jesus is also the number one person to idolize. Because he came back. He died for our sins. Rose on the third day. Because he loved us so much. So we could have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And that's all I got to say about that. I hope that all of you enjoyed this episode. I hope that all of you learned something from this episode. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms. They'll be in the description. If you want to leave a comment, if you want to give the show a five-star rating, I greatly would appreciate it. And with that being said, stay blessed and stay well-balanced. Thank you.